This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My talkers, it is Tuesday, September 14th. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia. As we all heard, we had some sad news about losing Norm McDonald today. But no worries. We're going to brighten up your day here because the two lovely ladies are here to make us laugh a little bit, right? Oh, Rand. Well, that, that, with that introduction, I'm going to shake the magic eight ball. And to see what it says for our Productive Tuesday. Of course, we have a lot of Met Gala to get to. Cannot predict right now. Oh. That, that means anything thing. could happen today. Right. <laughs> anything anything. Could, can and will. And our second chance, it is decidedly so. So there. The eight ball has spoken. All right. You guys. The magic eight ball is Whatever that even means. Well, you know, we shake it yeah, every once in a while over here, and it uh, it disappears, and then it shows back up in the studio. <laughs> I thought it's always been over here. I wondered where it went, so well, it's over on your side. People were probably needing it today, Julia, on this Tuesday. Yes. This didn't know what it was kind of a day it wanted to be this morning. It was drizzly, rainy, but also Wasn't it kind of nice, humid. though, the rain last yes, night? Yes, it was really nice. I don't know why I like nighttime rain. Well, who doesn't? Just like laying perfect. in bed and being lazy, snuggling with Casey's mm-hmm. feet. <laughs> because Fantastic. you got to add the feet in there. Yeah, no, because okay, so he, for some reason, I think it's his shoulder that, for whatever reason, at some point over the summer, he started sleeping. In a different direction. In a different direction. Okay, so you are north, south, and is he east, I'm up west? at the headboard. Okay. And his feet are up by me. Okay. Now, if there's any sexy time happening, of course, we're in, you know, good parallel positions. Nice. But when it's time to go to sleep, <laughs> you he get wants feet. to be right under the fan. Okay. And the fan is, like, more at the end of the bed, the ceiling right. fan. And so we just kind of laugh about it every day. I'm like, oh, your feet are as warm as your hands or your head. Right. Casey's a very warm bodied person. Is it cooler than having just the feet by you? I, it doesn't. It doesn't I, I, I don't get, I'm not hot right. at night or whatever, but I just get a big kick out of the fact that he's always down by the, <laughs> the foot that of the is, bed. The bed. He's got to lose pillows at night. That's got to be the tough part about sleeping on that end of the bed, right? He takes them down there with I him and he him. jams one between his legs and, oh. you know, one like. I've been practicing since yesterday. You know, you have to sleep on your back oh, for yes. the wrinkle situation. Okay. So last that? night, because I'm a side sleeper, so I prop my head up on an extra pillow and then I like put pillows on the sides of me to keep me from rolling. Flipping, yeah. Thinking okay. it, it would not bad. I think I did all right. Yeah. For this is night. why Julia, I cross you do. You cross your arms, my arms, but that's only because it's 
it's comfortable sleeping on your back, more comfortable, or or you can put them right on your triangle. That's no, what I, I do. I put I them cross right, over the like, triangle in your yeah. underpants. And my yeah, and put them, hook them in like that. Yeah, no, on the sides. Yeah, because yeah. it's not comfortable. Some just having loose arms. You no. kind of want to bound. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I just, oh, I don't yeah. mean it that way. Yeah. I just mean you kind of want to be snuggled in. Yeah. So this is so I do the cross. She does. So I look like, like she I'm looks in the coffin. Like, like Dracula. I do that, but the opposite, like you said, towards the triangle. Yeah. If you yeah. want to call it that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the that's, triangle. Yeah. The triangle of uh-huh. love. Yeah. There you go. Whatever. Love and we digress. We yes, digress. we do digress. We so, do digress. Anything? Well, I mean, I got home and I was just obsessed with watching the Met Gala and called my mom and I said. Turn on E, we're having fashion. So was it live on E? Yes, but they had crappy coverage. I don't know if why they thought we wanted to listen to Brad Goreski, um, Lloyd, I forget that guy's last name. Who weren't there? Well, they were all in the E studio looking at their E camera person. That's like how you watch football games now. Like the Gopher game, they're home in their home studio broadcasting from wherever these broadcasters are yeah. about a gopher game and you can't even hear the cheering. Did yeah. you notice that, Grant? I yeah. Can't, can't stand it. Yeah, it's weird. They, they got to get the to announcers back. To save money or something, people don't send crews out, but it's like I you miss they, out they, on so much of the experience. They did it originally due to COVID. Sure. They kept everybody back. And now some people, like even I think the twins, correct me if I'm wrong, people might, but I know for a while the twins announcers were still staying back. They, they'll come in for the home games, but they'll sit in it's Target boring. Field for the away games. It's and boring. Yeah, broadcast. Because you don't TV. feel like you're there. So, so my, you were missing out. Yeah. And so these four moderators, it's the one lady from, uh, she's the blonde British woman. She's yeah. been on E-Fashion Police before. Forever. Yeah. And then um, June Ambrose was the other girl. So they had four moderators showing a tiny aerial view of the camera. And every once in a while, someone from E would get like Taraji P. Henson, who I swear was wasted. I think you're right about that. I mean, it looked like she was somebody was wasted when they put on her makeup and her outfit. And she was just uh, and like they got Tiana Taylor, but they didn't get anybody big. So they just would. Yammer and here, let me give you what they would say. And my right. mom was like, These people are so annoying. How do I watch it online? So oh, I sent okay. her to Vogue.com. Yep. She said, They don't show any fashion. Um, oh, it's just modern, modern. It's a fresh take. It's modern Hollywood glamour. Oh, I just love it. And they would love it over the, some of the most ridiculous looks, but everything always being described the same way. Fresh take. Modern Hollywood glamour, mm-hmm. an update on this, and then they didn't talk to anybody that you know. Uh, and I then know. also, if you're not there, you can't really see the color because you and I know that from when we worked the red carpet before. Oh, yeah. The color that you see on the red carpet is completely different in what you see in video and, and photos later. That's true. It's completely different. I just think. It's time to quit cutting corners on all this stuff. Give us people who are there experiencing it so we can experience it. I, I, I don't like this, the, you know, the long distance yes, aspect of yes. it. Well, Holly posted every single look from Vogue.com. Yes. So and they did every, every single, single look. One. There will be people you don't know who they are, but enjoy the fashion. There were many. And then um, the... It was fun it looking was, through the pictures. It was really fun. And then I, I, wa- I, I watched all of E! And then I switched to uh, Vogue.com. And it was uh, Ileana 
uh, Grazer, Grazer or Glazer, I think is her name, and then Kiki Palmer. Mm-hmm. So they were at two different points on the carpet. They and They got were, everyone. They basically they're, did they're get Vogue. everyone. And Vogue. you had to talk to them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that that was that was kind of fun watching that. And then um, uh, uh, over on the Today Show, Shanae Chanel or mm-hmm. Chanel Chanel, mm-hmm. excuse me. She was there for she the first darling. time ever. She was darling. And a lot of people did. She Talk would just her. say, come and say hi to the Today Show. And then GMA didn't have anyone on the red carpet, but they did have um, someone from British Vogue and Joe Z weighing in on some of the fashion. And they give us a little tiny bit of fun. recap. And we'll mm-hmm. listen to that when we come back. Hey, welcome back to the Met Gala Central. I will say this, when Jennifer Lopez showed up towards the end of the red carpet, she understood the damn assignment. It was an American fashion theme, and our girl called up Ralph Lauren and requested the most glorious high fashion cowgirl look he could dream up, and it didn't disappoint. Wow. She, she was my favorite look. Because oh. it hit what they were trying to do, you know, you're American supposed to dress inspired. Lori's showing the pictures um, for later, um, but it, and it was in brown and it mixed leather um, and it mixed metal, her oh, necklace, so and her back. It, was it, it looked so, like an ad. It was so gorgeous. It was and absolutely. And her long, beautiful leg sticking out of the big thigh um, slit. And she just yeah. looked gorgeous. She looked like she fit the theme. Only two people fit the theme. Maybe three. No, more than that. More than that. Deborah Harry. Deborah Harry and Zach Posen wearing basically the fla- a flag. flag skirt with the denim. It was beautiful gown. Beautiful. I th- who Lupita else? Nyong'o, she had a denim, denim dress, which was gorgeous. I mean, what's more American than denim? No, I mean, apparently, butt cleavage and sparkles is considered very American because we saw a lot of that last night. I'm and t- I loved Billie Eilish. She looked like, I know she, I'm so happy that she deliberately wore frumpy on the VMAs so that she could have her ta-da Marilyn Monroe, she talked to everybody on the red carpet, Julia. It was so sweet. She she just never felt prettier, and it was obvious. She, here's what she said. She said, you know, she has always had a signature tomboy style. Yeah. And, that she and she's just, only 19, so all eyes are going to be on her being one of the co-chairs. Right, and she just said, it was time for this feminine look. I was scared. I didn't feel comfortable in my skin before, and I finally do. And she just, she looked like she was loving her look. She was having so much fun. And that gown looked amazing with it trailing down. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. It was just beautiful. And she gets Oscar de la Renta, and she got Oscar de la Renta to agree to stop doing anything with fur. Oh. And had that in her post and thanked the Oscar de la Renta team. That was her requirement. Right. She didn't want to work with a designer um, who used fur. And so I thought she looked really great. But here's a little audio. It's Robin and, you know, Lara is finally back in the studio. And they're sitting down with Josie and they'll say the woman from British Vogue. What are the looks we're talking about this morning? Oh my goodness. I mean, where to begin? I think the internet really exploded when little Nas X showed up and did three looks on the carpet, arriving in that amazing, like, cape, stripping down to armor, and then having this slinky sort of sparkling suit. 
Um, it was it was kind of incredible. And then you had Timothy Chalamet, everyone's favorite, one oh. of the hosts. Yeah. He walked from the Frick mm. after live streaming a, an, an artist performance wearing Converse sneakers. And you know, everybody's favorite Zoom look sweats. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, that was incredible. And and then you, of course, everybody talks about Rihanna. I mean, you know, sure. she closed the carpet and I think it was kind of lovely that she brought ASAP Rocky and they looked incredible together. Him and that beautiful quilt, her and her and a cape and the chicest version of, of, a, of a beanie. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, so much to talk about, but those were some of the things I thought were so great. So much to talk about. Let's talk about the guys, Jose. Oh the men really about the guys. I don't care. Oh I mean, we just talked about Lil Nas X. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. doing those three over-the-top Versace looks. I mean, incredible. I mean, of course, Timothy Chalamet. I, I just I, love Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I, I don't feel like he so encapsulated much. our lives. Like, still loving the sweats, but taking it up a notch. Oh, if, you, if, you could, if you could put 2020 into an outfit, that's what it was. Yep. Business on top and then sweats <laughs> on the bottom. I mean, I think he totally captured that in the most elegant way. But look at all these guys like Dan Levy, Pete Davidson, Troy Sivan, who showed up in a dress. Like, long, do you remember, like, on the carpet, we used to say, oh, the men was wearing a maroon jacket. Yep. He was really going for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We've really seen strides, you know, come, come to light on, on the Met Absolutely. Yeah. Taking it to a new level. And how about the youth? How about the emerging coming out and just really holding them their own? Amanda oh. Gorman, stunning, stunning. stunning. And I loved how she had her clutch was really a book. book. Or it was it was really a clutch, but it looked like a book. No, yeah. stunning, stunning. Yeah. I mean, talking about like let's just start with the co-hosts. Of course, Timothy Chalamet, Amanda Gorman, mm. you know, Naomi Osaka, and Billie Eilish. Really the best in class of Gen Z. You want the top of the top in their respective fields. That's who they are. And then you have this incredible cast of characters showing up in everyone from like TikTokers and YouTubers like Emma Chamberlain and and Addison Ray to, you know, to I, I have to say the next generation, like Le uh, Lourdes showing up without Madonna or Kai Gerber showing up without Cindy Crawford when their moms had been mainstays at yeah. the Met Gala mm -hmm. for many, many, many years. And you see this sort of next generation taking off. And of course, we see Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello there. But there's just so many. Olivia Rodrigo. Like, I think we can really list off. And I think it was really a great night for Gen Z. Mm. Okay. Okay. Honest to Pete. <laughs> Honest to Who Pete. Who starts with the men? I ah, mean, Lara, come on. Okay, here's the they one. They didn't even talk about any of the women. No. I mean, I, Amanda Gorman, I love that blue. In her tool. It was, that was a it, very pretty dress. It really, it really was. And Rihanna was dead last. People were like, they were like, people were starting to like, should we go, go mm -hmm. away? And she shows up asap rocky had a quilt on it and, and then a suit underneath but it but seriously she I, you could have gotten off the couch with your blankie and no, gone i know but it, it, when you're the most fabulous billionaire in the world sure, this is how matter. you do it you, you, you're wearing a swaddled up in a massive balance balenciaga cloak which is a spanish designer now made in paris dripping in diamonds wearing a beanie yeah. The ultimate in high-low style. She, but, but they passed. Okay, so let's just go because yesterday, yeah, we ended our show because the people were just starting to arrive. arrive. We were honestly and, having and, a hard and, time focusing. And we really, it was hard. And so Naomi Osaka, the tennis player, shows up, and she's one of the chairs. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. And um, she, the Frocky Horror Show, I mean, they are saying she was the worst dressed, the worst off theme, the worst everything. And people are like, could she just smile for once? Yeah. She just missed the boat so big time. That dress to her, like apparently she gave an interview where her sister helped design it. It's an homage to her mother's roots, her roots. I mean, obviously there was no... Cohesiveness, cohesiveness or thought about what the yeah theme maybe was. she didn't have a um somebody really helping her because the makeup was one thing and the hair was another it was a it was a it was a mishmash of yes looks. it was and you're like oh gosh oh gosh I she just, was literally named the worst yeah and I felt bad for that because other people were just naked yeah and they got a pass well how about Yara Shahidi so she's I saw her stop on the red carpet and talk to must have been Kiki Palmer and she's from blackish or color um, blackish blackish grownish, grown-ish. yep and um, she was paying homage to Josephine Baker and she wore a Dior crystal embroidered gown and it just was so pretty and she's such a stunning presence so i love that yeah um kim kardashian let's talk about kim kardashian showing up as a silhouette or a ghost or that black black man um black rubber latex man that gave me nightmares in american horror story i think hotel Mm -hmm. and someone else said she was the out out print for the woman's restroom yeah yeah, i mean it was so what was that (sighs) Well, it's it's called Look at Me. It's called I Need Attention. It was called Forget About Madonna's Cupcakes. But. Look over here at my silhouette because she just looked like a shadow of herself. But I was watching it live when she came on, and there was a guy going. You could, you know, like saying to her, uh, "Wave over here," because she couldn't to the see. Right, she couldn't see. She was covered. <laughs> In skin tight, I think I black. heard Jason say, "I just should wear pantyhose around and see how that feels." Yeah, no, I mean, it was just, it was so. And at first, I thought the guy, kind of with the slouchy body language, was Kanye. Yeah, because this is a yeah. Kanye thing. And a couple of days ago, she, she showed f- up in a mask. I don't know, maybe she's got new surgery. She doesn't want us to well, see. But oh. it was so funny when the guy is going okay, and then she'd like pivot. And turn. So if you were watching the live stream, it was like they were moving, you know, how like, like when a you're, robot. you're a kid and somebody's blindfolded and they're yes. going, okay, now over here and you're playing. Ten o'clock. Hot, Ten cold, o'clock. hot, yeah. cold. But it was obviously her. Kim wasn't at home eating pizza because the silhouette, it was, it was just her. the bottom. And yeah. so like she came as her own silhouette. It's like, you know, uh, it, it really was funny on Twitter. Right, I'm sure. And I did, though. My first instinct was I rolled both of our eyes, yeah. Julia, because it was just like... And then I heard uh, somebody seriously saying, oh, and we've talked to Kim's people, and she spent six hours in hair in, in and makeup. makeup. Okay, and well, like, they attached along ponytail, ponytail right. on the back of that head thing. Oh, my god! She looked ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Amanda Gorman, by the way, she was wearing Vera Wang, and she was inspired by the Statue of Liberty. She looks really pretty. Yeah, she did look pretty. And, uh, yeah, but uh, it was really all eyes look at me. And then Sharon Stone wore Tom Brown. Quite a few people wore Tom Brown. And she did a dramatic reveal. That dress, she wore, like, just a classic, black like, 60s yep. long cocktail dress, but it had a big cape. Very Jackie O, mm-hmm. so they took it off, and then... She walked up the she stairs. She looks great. Oh, my. She looks great. My girl has been hitting it out of the ballpark. So happy. I'm going to show people. She's showing She's showing you, so maybe this will be our video today, Grant. Who knows? I love it. For the live viewers out there. Yeah. All those live YouTubers. We haven't forgotten about you. Lori and Julia, and we are delighted. We haven't had a Low J Book Club uh, for a while, and we couldn't be more delighted to share this book with you. It's called... Lizzie and Dante and the author Mary Bly is joining us. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, Absolutely. We well, loved your book. It's a love story <laughs> that's sexy and smart. We now want to go to the Italian island of Elba. Elba. <laughs> it's so, a lovely place to go. I recommend it. Oh, oh. my gosh. All right, Mary, give uh, 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 people a setup of your just lovely book, uh, Lizzie and Dante. Well, I'm married to an Italian and I'm a Shakespeare professor who lives in New York. So I grew up in Minnesota, I'll say. And I wrote a book about a Shakespeare professor who goes to the island of Elba, where I have gone every summer with my children and my husband, and falls in love with a chef. Now, I'm sorry to say my husband is not a chef, (laughs) but a professor. But otherwise, all the details of uh, you know, the island and the food. I wanted the island to be as much a character as, you know, the, the actual characters of the novel. It, it is in, in a way that in a way like um, like I, I fell in love with uh, reading, you know, uh, beautiful runes. Mm-hmm. And I think yes. a lot of other people did because Italy is such a vivid character also in that book, like it is in mm-hmm. uh, Lizzie and Dante. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know one I have one friend who's gone to the island of Elba and she just said it was so incredible, but not a lot of people. It seems like it's the Italians that know about Elba. Yeah, I'll just say that Beautiful Rooms was a real inspiration for me, too. I it was. That. Yeah, it was a good book. But, yeah. yeah, Elba is not a fancy island. It's not Capri, which mm-hmm. is where Americans or tourists or people on yachts go. Mm-hmm. Elba is a place where you go if you're Italian, you have children. It's kind of sandy and not too expensive and not too chic, um, mm-hmm. lots of little towns, you know, on the water where you rent an umbrella on the beach for a week or a month or whatever you can. And that's it. Yeah. I kind mean, how, it's kind of like the difference between Fire Island and the Hamptons in, you know, New York. It's I sort guess of, so. I don't know either one. Oh, but okay. Yeah, but it's sort it's of the, the Hamptons. it's sort of the yeah. same thing because I've been to, yeah, Capri it's and it's very, and it's- very busy and everything is super expensive. And, um, right. and that's what my friend had said about Elba that, and then Napoleon has the connection. Right. And you write about that in, in your book. How, how'd you get the idea yeah. for Lizzie and Dante? Cause it is a specific story and we mm-hmm. don't want to give anything away. But if I'm just wondering if there was an inspiration. Well, there's a couple of different inspirations. I mean, actually, I was in a restaurant that I based that restaurant on when I had the first idea. And the, the chef was there and his little daughter was playing around. And she um, she had had a R- Russian mother who was not in her life. And so 
part of my story is that my heroine goes there and the chef has an 11 year old daughter and it, it's about making a family, you know, finding mm-hmm. a family as it were mm-hmm. or friends and yeah. so on. But, um, another inspiration, I think this is clear on the back is that my heroine is fighting cancer and I myself had cancer. My mother had cancer. And so, um, it's not, I don't think it's, you know, she, she survives the summer, but she's making a decision about whether to go into further treatment. And I just want to say right up front that she goes back to Elba the summer after and the summer after that and the summer after mm-hmm. that. You know, she does go into treatment, which yeah. these days is very, is very successful. So, um, but I know that sense that time is limited. It's like shock. Yeah. I wanted to write a book about that. Yeah. And, and how you... You don't know what you're going to decide until you are absolutely walking in those shoes, you know, mm-hmm. and you yep. can go. There's two very different roads ahead of you. True. Yeah. yeah. And to get the takes a lot of backbone to go to cancer treatment. I, I'm in awe of everyone who does it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just. When I read it, Mary, first of all, it's so nice to finally talk to you because I know that you were in Italy when we were talking to each other. And then mm-hmm. I know your father's here and, you know, um, right. you grew up here and everything. So we had hoped to have you in studio, but it's just so nice to meet you. And and, and your dad, your mom and dad are Robert and Carol Bly and people who probably know both of yeah. them as writers, poets and yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm lucky enough to be born of two great Minnesota writers. Mm-hmm. Yes, I wish I was in your studio and I'd been able to come to the state fair. But, I know, we were um, hoping. <laughs> life. You know, <laughs> life is like that. Right, so Mary, you know, you've written under a different name and you've sold, a, you know, 7 million copies, 30, you're published in 30 countries, um, you've sold over 7 million copies. Is this the hor- historical romance? Yes, and this is, mm-hmm. is this your first novel that you wrote under your name, Mary Bly? Yes, it is. Well, this is the first. This is different. It's not a romance. A romance, you know, I know, like, I write my novels as Eloise James, and I I know the boundaries of historical romance. I'm working on a really fun one right now called How to Be a Wallflower. But this novel took me four and a half years to write. It was, um, it's a really different thing to be writing in the present for me and to be writing a novel that's bigger not a romance. I no, bet. Did you, I mean, because there is some romance in this novel, Oh, of I, I appreciated your yeah. sexy writing very yes. much, Mary Bly. <laughs> really and truly, I did. Well, that's, a, that's a love story. See, a romance, a romance is a genre that has a certain sort of story arc. Um, and, and this is a novel. It's got bigger themes and it's got more characters than just the, the main two characters. She, mm-hmm. she comes with her friends and, and, you know, there are chapters written from the point of view of the 11 year old girl, which I loved. You would not find that in a, right. in a right. genre romance though. No. That, that's we, we true. like both genres. Yeah. Okay. So was, was it hard? So you said this took four and a half years to write, and you you are talking about cancer, and you're talking about choices, and you're making decisions and finding family. Um, is it hard? Was it hard for you to write this because of who you are, or was it just because it's just more difficult to to write in present day? 
Well, I don't know. I don't know if I could say it's because of who I am, but it was a challenge. Mm -hmm. It was a huge challenge for me to write in a bigger palette, as it were. You know, her friend Ruby is black. Um, she, she comes along with, you know, her close friends who are gay. They are, you know, they're not the main characters, but for me, I had to learn and listen and have sensitivity reads and really learn how to write, in, um, from a point of view that's not my own. And I don't mind saying that in Eloisa's books, you know, the guys are male, they're wearing tights, but they operate a lot like a woman. They, you know, I like a guy to do a good grovel, for example. Yeah. Right. I, um, <laughs> this was my, you know, this is a novel. So yeah. novel, you know, novels just take a lot longer than romances, particularly perhaps if it's your first, but it was just a whole different, kettle of worms for me well i'll yeah, tell you i i really loved the gay couple the the hollywood a-lister yes. that all felt so real to me i was going to ask you if that was based on somebody if you had somebody in mind and then you know his partner who's happens to be lizzie's dear friend i really enjoyed uh all the scenes with 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 that couple that's great. Um, well, one of my closest friends is Meg Tilly, who's an actor. Yes. And so Meg read several drafts of the novel and gave me lots of really great um, insight into what uh, happens to an actor when they're starting to age out of being in, you know, the sort of Superman role and they mm -hmm. want to do something else. They want to do something deeper. And so the I think that the reality of those scenes and the way in which they ring um, true is thanks to my friendship with Meg. Well, I hope Meg gets to have a part in Lizzie and Dante when it becomes a movie. Like she just gets to play some <laughs> Italian woman somewhere along the line because they were spot on. I really, really felt like, wow, this... You, you know, this author really gets what's going on in the Hollywood mind. I forget the character's name. Right. I'm like, too. I know so you I'm, are too. Oh, oh God, that's come hysterical. On. It's, 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 it's no, 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 no. Oh, the I'm Hollywood, think, the A-list like, actor who's, you know. Oh, I can't think. What's his name? Jeez oh, Louise. Rohan. 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 We yeah. read Rohan. this book so I, long ago. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and she wrote it <laughs> so long ago. But anyway, that that's great. I, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing that with us about the book. Because yeah. he was really, yeah, they were Rohan delightful. Rohan and Gray. Rohan and Gray, Gray yeah. That was right. Oh, it's just, it's such a great book. And people, and just, the cover's beautiful too, by the way. Which Is that really a picture of Elba? Yes, and we we went back and forth and back and forth at Random House with it because I wanted a picture that was a little scruffy. You see how there's a, a bunch of weeds in yes, the bottom right Yes, I see there? it. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted that look for, yeah. you know, a real picture of Elbow. Like, you see, there's kids playing on the beach. Yeah, That's right. what Elbow looks like. It's not shiny. Yeah, I, I, well, it I want to go there. I, we want to go there, and I like all the historical <laughs> mm -hmm. references that you have to Napoleon because this is where he was, was this is where he was banished to? Yes, yeah, yeah he was banished there the first time. So he has two houses there. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so that's, is, that is a true part yes. in your book. We did. It's what a great delight to talk to you. I mean, Mary, has the book been optioned? No, it hasn't. What? But, you know, 
Maybe someone's listening to your your, you your show right now, and we'll do there it. You, go. you know what? I'm going to have to tweet Reese Witherspoon oh, if that's okay. She's just a pain in the butt. No, yeah, she might. Yeah. She might like this, uh, Mary. This might be what she's looking for. I'm just going to do a little PR on your behalf. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and are you? Are so you? Let me just say. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you say something. No, I. I was just going to say something to support an indie bookstore yes. mm-hmm. because, you know, indie bookstores really had trouble during the pandemic. Yes. My local is called Book Culture, if anyone Googles it, and they will, um, you know, call me up. If anyone wants to go there and buy a book, you just say how you want it personalized, and I go right down the block and personalize it for you, and then they mail it to you. Oh, nice. Really? And it's called Book Culture? Yeah. Book Culture. So it's a great present for anyone who likes to travel, stuck at home, you know, like. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We all are. Yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah, we yeah, love yeah. independent bookstores so thank you for, for bringing that up because this is also available at all of our local mm-hmm. bookstores. The book is Lizzie and Dante right. This is Mary Bly, New York Times bestselling author. What a treat to meet you. And maybe for your next book, we'll have you out to the fair. Thank you. I would love to come. I know. you were. I, pandemic will be over by then. Yes. Yes. Let's yeah. all hope. <laughs> um, thanks again, Mary. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. It was so, so much. nice to meet you. Thank um, you. And you too. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. We have two copies to give away. If you give Grant a buzz at 651-641-1071. And we'll get those out to you right away. But for other people, Lizzie and Dante is a great book. You're going to love it. We'll be right back. Oh, Grant, I loved our book club with Mary Bly. That was nice. That was nice. Yes. I love that Meg Tilly is the one who gave her the feedback on her Hollywood A-list actor right. friend, which is a big part of the story in this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've tweeted, if people were wondering, I've already tweeted. Good, good. Glad to Reese, hear. But at her Hello Sunshine, you know. And Lori and Sarah are yeah. book club winners. winners. Congratulations to you guys today. Yeah, yeah. Look at a book. And, a um, and if people were wondering, it's Eloisa James is her pen name that right. she does ah. in historical romance. And she's written a ton. Of a books. ton. No, she's an excellent writer, but she this book did have good sex. Yes, it did. It really did. I mean, way, yeah, like at, like I'm kind of snobby about my sex. Written in sex? Books. Yeah, like Julia, she she doesn't, well, she just will, she'll like a historical romance. And like she said, there's a way that this goes. This felt like more 
Realistically Horny. Got it. Yeah. Realistically Horny. <laughs> That's the best book review ever. Realistically yeah, Horny. But it's, it, it just, just but yeah, it, 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 I, it was really one of my mm-hmm. favorite, you know, books that I read this summer. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. So anyway, okay, like, can we just go back to the Met Gala yes. for a second? Let's. I know you didn't get to watch the live, but no. I died laughing, died laughing. Kiki Palmer, she's at the top of the stairs. So a lot of people are passing Ileana Gla- uh, Grazer, Glazer, whatever. She's the broad- She called everyone mama. Mm-hmm. Have a good time, mama. You know, she's like a real casual That's person. like saying honey, when you just don't want to learn their name mama, and you don't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, that's I what it Come here and talk to me. So, Tell me who you are and what you're wearing. So I see Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes coming yes. up the stairs. And I'm like, wow, uh, these two... Look like Sunny and Cher, but a fresh modern update. Oh, okay, because she is wearing a Cher type of outfit. It's sort of a crop top and sort of these billowy, I, I dream of genie pants, but with a slit. And yes. he's in a leather um, shirt that's unbuttoned with a chain on and um, maybe maybe leather leather pants. You know, he, he yeah, looked like, I thought he looked good. Yeah. Okay. So they get to the top of the thing yes. and Kiki Palmer, I got to say, she was hilarious. Okay. Bo kept forgetting to shut off her mic. Oh. And she was just a stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. But she asked every single person, what does this dress mean in your interpretation of American lexicon of fashion? And Gigi Hadid, they all had the same demand. I am wearing. Chanel, right. you know, they would name a French designer, a European. So they dis- didn't answer what it had to no, do with the I theme. Just, right, right. Okay. I was inspired by whatever. So these two get up, and the first thing Camila Cabello does is she goes, Oh, I got to stand. Because the way they have the camera is you're kind of standing right there. So the right. camera's behind Kiki, and Camilla says, I need to stand on this side of you. Remember, this is my good side. It's, it's a Barbara Streisand moment. It was a Barbara totally, Streisand moment. But it made it very awkward because right. it put uh, Kiki in the middle of Sean and Camilla. Right. Also, Camilla could be on her side. And all I kept thinking is, that's so sad to me that you're so aware of that. Oh, Lori. These cameras have been in their faces okay, at this Okay, okay, but forever. whatever. I mean, I think it's rude to tell somebody I, I that's interviewed. Yeah. We've never had anyone say that. It's always, that's the way it is. You know, you're forward. So made for an awkward interview, and then she says, what did she in say? answer to the, you know, um, how did this this night inspire you? Right. The the this because this was Camilla's first Met Gala, and she was very excited about it, and she, um, she said, um. Basically, they were inspired by Studio 54. Yeah, and you could see that. And you could see it. And um, he, when he opened his mouth, then I finally was like, oh, my God, are Colleen and Bradley and Holly right about these two? Being a, a, a made-up couple? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, he, why? I, what did he say? Well, um, is it just how he sounded? Or he what just, he said? I don't know. I didn't. I, I first of all, bootleg Skipper in that purple outfit. It was not even that cute, and he looked beyond gorgeous. But he looked like, like you know, I don't know. He just would fit in a lot of worlds, Julia. And he, he just—they didn't seem like a couple at all. 
Okay. On the red carpet. All right, got at, it. In any way. All right, got it. So yeah, maybe the you're first thinking time there I, is some... I, that's the first time I just got the... this. These two, they're not for real. Okay. They're playing a part. Boy, they've been playing a long and, time. Yeah, I know. And they, it was really more sunny and sheer than Studio 54. Being the shirtless thing, that might have been more him for Studio 54. And then they had a whole awkward exchange where she tried to talk him into taking off that leather shirt, walking up the stairs. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And he said no. And I used to just like, oh, they they forgot to get their storyline for to oh, this my interview. Wow. Because she got it all thrown off Fakakta by saying to Kiki, I got it. You know, stand this is my good side. No, she said, I got to stand on this side of you. This is my good side. And the mic is on. You know, it was just... I I'll it was always uh, no I will always I watch that watch live that. stream. It was so no I want to go back and watch that. Yeah, there was a lot of little funny moments, and no one could really explain their fashion like Sharon Stone did. MJ Rodriguez, they both wore Tom Brown, and he's an American designer, right? And he wanted to pay tribute to his mom and Sharon Stone's long column cocktail, and he felt capes were very sixties, and then MJ Rodriguez from Pose. Wore this white ruffled, beautiful blouse, like almost tuxedo like, mm-hmm. but with high waisted tuxedo pants. I mean, that's a very classic very American, American look. Yeah. So the people that were dressed for the theme, but everybody else that was just dressed like you know, Outrageous. Kristen All Stewart, over. Chanel, Space what? Cowgirl. That was horrible. And her hair with the roll, yeah, curl. What is that called? It was like cosplay. A... It was cowboy cosplay. What does that mean? Costume play, you oh, know, it's kind I'm of... I'm sorry, Grant, did you know what cosplay was? I was, did not, no. Neither did I, so yeah. Lori, you're like looking at me like, Dad, oh, yeah, Julia, no. I'm like, no, I have no idea what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, just like, you know, Madonna was slightly BDSM, a lot of costumes uh, are very, it's cosplaying, uh, you know, uh, thanks for telling Megan Fox was cosplaying a woman who will get you to be spanked and you will call her mommy or <laughs> mistress. With a clip-in bang. That's right, with her clip-in bang. My, there's a lot of cosplay at the Met Gala last night. I thought some of it. I just, whoa. Yeah, cosplay. Whoa. Right, we'll Butt crack cosplay in a lot of cases.